0: The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes.
1: Yes, yeah, so today's message is... No, uh, we're going
0: to get copyright struck for that. No, we won't.
1: I mean, I know my Korg um, impression is pretty good, but...
0: Nah, I don't know about... That. Let's just not do that. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 262. For those that are on the audio podcast, just let you know, we spend a few minutes before going live in what we call the green room on YouTube, just chatting about random things. um, Well, sometimes not so random, like today of talking through why in the world are we jumping message center numbers? Uh, Why are we going spanning thousands in one week? But any who's, welcome everyone. Daryl, over there. How are you, sir?
1: Um, Disappointed you didn't let me finish my core impression. Um,
0: I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you'd like to, to go No, no, no. no. It's, the... okay. Okay. it's okay. It's okay. Do your audition.
1: We'll, we'll, no, we'll do it another time. <laughs> me? me uh, take the place of Taika Waititi? I don't think so.
0: Oh, I'm good. I'm good, sir. I do want to do is make sure I remind you to share this episode. This audio episode or video, uh, no matter how you're consuming this, share it out on socials. Make sure when you do, just tag us. We're at 365 MCS everywhere. Uh, would like to get uh, three people, three people this week to just post out. Uh, that's my target. Post out and say, hey, I'm watching this or listen to this. Uh, and here's some of my thoughts, maybe. Go ahead and do that. We'll, we'll engage with you and and share our experiences with you and, and, and amplify you on the social media of your choice. Can so I I'm add sure something you to you that, us. Daniel? It's no. good to get the um, retweet so and the, just joking.
1: Uh, <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> but yeah, just also share, share your thoughts on, on a message or, or something that mm-hmm. has impacted Absolutely. you in, um, recent changes with Microsoft 365. Cause that, you know, really is what it's all about sharing Absolutely. your experience
0: we're going to get to the messages. First up is inline composing. So mm. this is going to be interesting, and I'd like to hear some take uh, from from others. So uh, tell us, Daryl, what, what is changing about inline uh, composing and in messages?
1: Well, it it is uh, something we heard about last year, and bit of a hullabaloo around it, woohoo, look, new feature, Context IQ, it's going to help you bring content from other systems and detect what you're typing and suggest to insert stuff into your messages so that it's becoming a reality, Context IQ, inline search during message composing, MC462919, keep note of that number, Daniel, we'll see it change throughout the yeah. Anyway, uh, it is, uh, as I said, uh, an interesting service. Has been a year in the making. Um, I would have expected it to come out a bit sooner. Uh, well, okay, let me let me say something here, Daniel. It's kind of been around already because they're claiming that the f- first capability is to at mention a person. And we've been able to do that in an email message for a while, haven't we? Indeed, we have. Yep, yep. So uh, the... Mm-hmm. Uh, The next uh, feature for this, and it's coming to Outlook on the web, um, is being able to at mention a file. And so as you use the at symbol within your message, then it's going to pop up a little suggestion box. It might have a couple of people to pick from that you've had conversations with recently on email or uh, recent files that you have been working on. And uh, from those suggestions, then you can pick, or you can continue to type the word that or the name or the whatever that you're typing, and it will narrow down the search. Um, I think, yeah, this is a good first start. Uh, I think, Daniel, like at the moment, if I grab a link to a file, I've got to go to the file, copy the type of link that I want, you know, based on the kind of sharing that I want to give paste it into Outlook or Teams or other communication platforms uh, on M365. And it does do a nice job of shortening the link to the actual name of the file. And it kind of does what we see here in the screenshot. Gives us a little, almost like a thumbnail to show what type of file and the name. But I think it's going to be easier using this method. What are your thoughts? I think
0: it is easy once you even know it's there mm. right uh f- i don't know about others but for me whenever i want to attach a file i go into th- whether it's outlook on the web which is my preferred or outlook office the, the, or, well microsoft 365 app um and i go in and say attach right so mm-hmm. this is a new way this is not the same way of attaching a file it is Doing the at mention, I think most people are going to, well, most people, of course, are going to listen to our show and know that this is coming. That's the way most people. Yep. But for those poor souls that don't listen or watch our show, they're going to find this by doing the at mention, trying to at mention someone, mm-hmm. uh, and then they're going to see files as an option. The I think what's going to be interesting also is, it, just as in this screenshot how much of a uh, how many of these documents are we going to be suggested to us in the screenshot it shows two and there's a, a link that says more but is it document title that starts with the letter that we're we at mentioned in the hit m or whatever letter is it a document that that person who we're at mentioning has Mm. edited and shared with us there's a lot of signals that can go into what documents are shown here so first of all i think most people are going to find out that this is a capability by just going to at mention someone and going wait there's files here but then also the second layer of complexity here is what are those signals that are playing into that Mm -hmm. and what's the importance of it uh is it i was just editing a document which I think is a great signal. And then I go into an email and say at P and that's the name of the file I was just editing. And that's one of the suggestions, I hope so. Mm -hmm. I hope that's the way it's gonna work. Uh,
1: But uh, I think that's gonna be key is what are the signals there as well. And what's in it for you, Daniel? Let me just sort of bring it back to change. If we're gonna promote this and people don't know about it, we wanna tell people about it, what's the benefit?
0: I think the benefit is, is just the ease of finding again it's the signals if the signals are correct and, and do a good job from the graph of giving this the information the, the relevant documents think about this you've already entered someone's name in the two in the cc line wouldn't it be great if it, the signals included a document that you all are working on mm. for instance um, or one that you've already shared in an email before, prior Uh, So you're saying I've updated this, so you're including it. Mm. That's going to be what's in it for me is I don't have to go in, say, insert or attach a document and then go and find where that document is where I saved it, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, and we we sort of have that experience already with Outlook on desktop as well where you go to attach and it is looking from your recent files. Great thing. Um, It's just bringing it closer to the conversation. As I'm typing I don't have to click anywhere I don't have to go to the document and copy and paste and drop that in Um, I'm doing it in the flow of work there we go I know it's a catchphrase but I actually think it's an important concept about keeping us in the conversation in the thing that we're doing and we can mention the documents and just continue with what we're talking about so Yeah, lots of benefits. Anyway, uh, when is arriving? Now ish. Mid November. Expect to be complete mid December. No stratification of that. No, like, partial rollouts uh, to different um, subscriptions or private uh, public previews and all that sort of stuff. Or, um, sorry. uh, First release. Nope, I'm going back again. What's it called? Targeted? Targeted, <laughs> wow! Yeah, that was a massive record scratch there. <laughs> um, it's coming, it's coming. Anyway, we've done enough on that. Um, tell me, Daniel, Indeed. uh, have you ever wished that you could have picked a different tenant name?
0: One hundred percent. Yeah. At a previous employer, we had the goofiest uh, name for our tenant. And i really wish that well it was because we were in bpos which is the precursor to office 365 yeah and it got when it got migrated they renamed and they did some weird stuff and so your tenant got a goofy like a one added to it anyway yes the absolute the answer is yes this message sharepoint tenant url rename general availability so as ign- uh, announced and we it's been talked about for a little while but as it uh, announced at Ignite this year we're going to have the ability to rename your SharePoint tenant the domain URL. So if you think about in SharePoint land it's the whatever comes before .sharepoint.com, okay? You're going to be able to rename that uh, that URL so that uh, it's whatever you want it to be. Now there's some caveats to all of this. Um, this is, uh, first of all, they're only opening this up for general availability. General availability means you can go get it. You don't have to sign up for a preview program or anything like that. You can use it, okay? But only, right now, only if you have uh, less than 10,000 total sites in your environment. Now, you might think, whoa. I've only I only have one intranet, Daniel. Of course, I have. Le- well, remember, in this world, every site is a site collection, right? Um, but mm-hmm. you also have to consider your groups. Every group has a site, um, and as well as every OneDrive. So every user that has a OneDrive, that's a site as well. So if you have less than ten thousand sites, then you're you can use this. You can go through the process and there's links here on how to do it but just know that it's it's basically they're going to set up a redirect so it's it's going to be nice in that you're not going to lose that um the ability to get to your content because it's going to redirect to your new url Uh, so that's going to work however there are some limitations to this Mm -hmm. and in fact it's documented on that site some of those they, they've got them ranked from low limitations to all the way up through high impact of what happens when this this is going on there's going to be a lockdown of sites when it's going through uh so there's you can read through those there's a lot of limitations here they they've been working on this a while with tenants and have had some varying um, experiences and and have documented it here Mm. um so this is going to allow you to do that the uh it's available now so there's no rollout um so you're going to be able to to handle this daryl do you have any thoughts on oh one one thing i wanted to mention before i throw over to daryl because i know you have some experience here is that the uh redirection I talked about just a moment ago, the redirection is only going to be there until the end of next year, 2023, meaning you have a year to fix the redirection. Like if you have anything pointing to the old URL to point to new, Oh. and then there's going to be no redirect. So as of now, now, you know how this works. There's going to be some humongous organizations that do this. And then when it comes to the end of 2023, they're going to be reminded that that redirect is there and it's going away and they're going to throw a fit and we're probably going to get extended. That's just conjecture there on my part. Now, Daryl, your thoughts on this renaming and, and any gotchas that you've experienced?
1: Well, it's it's useful. I've used it myself. Uh, I had a tenant that was uh, Webster Tech. <laughs> Yeah, because <laughs> my hair brain schemes about going into side hustles, that was what I started with. Um, but today I am Modern Workplace Mentor. So I went with MW Mentor. I was also partway through uh, taking a look at Viva Topics. And this is something that's not on the Impacts or Limitations list, which uh, should be added. I'll recommend that um, partway through it. Uh, had uh, tried to activate my topics portal because you get to choose a, um, okay, first of all, Viva Topics, uh, service that goes behind uh, with AI, checks out all your content across your org and uh, creates uh, pages that aggregate uh, things like who's talked about it, who's an expert, what's a summary of the topic, here's some documents that have been used, here's some connected topics that are about it, okay, really useful, wanted to try it out. Um, and because of my redirect, the activation of the Topics portal was failing. Uh, it would come up in the, the URL to say redirect rather than mwmentor slash blah-de-blah-de-blah. Um, I had to get Microsoft support to manually put my address in for the Topics site that I wanted to use. Um now hopefully this is not your experience maybe it's a reflection of me trying topics earlier uh managing to create the site and then um wanting to actually get the subscription over a year later and trying to activate it but um I, I they did tell me that there it is a known issue they just haven't documented it yet so keep that in mind um but yeah uh I think it's, the redirect's definitely going to be helpful, Daniel. I've seen, mm-hmm. um, when I used to work for a, a migration cloud service, um, one of the key reasons that an org might change tenants and move their content around was because of a poorly named tenant. Um, and sometimes so poorly named that it was detrimental to their actual business name. Yeah. So good to see this option.
0: Absolutely. So as I mentioned, it's generally available now if you have less than 10,000 sites. That's SharePoint sites and OneDrive all together. So next up, we're going to talk about things that you want to delete in Microsoft
1: Teams. I mean, you might want to. You might. Might. Um, And now you can, but is it delete? Really? Is it? Um, Teams, user, okay, Microsoft Teams, colon, users ability to delete chats, MC466199. We can delete chats, can't we? Can we? Hmm, Um, what is this? This is uh, the ability for, in one-on-one chats, in group chats, in meeting chats, if you're a participant, then you can permanently delete a chat. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Uh, Retention people, don't freak out. You can delete your experience of the chat. Yeah, yeah, so you'll delete it, but it'll still be there for the other participants or participant in the case of a one-on-one chat. What use is this? I, I just thought i'd pause because i mean i have an echo there too as i try and think about that to tidy up my team's inbox mm-hmm. activity feed or someone said something that i completely disagree with and i, I just i don't want to see it anymore rage delete <laughs> i mean more um, than just leaving the group chat right i don't want to get it. rid of this
0: i i think it's the former for me it would be just cleanup of you know I think a big gap in teams usage or, uh, user friendliness is organization. I have the toughest time organizing my teams, I'm moving them around. it's it's a terrible experience for me and others say they oh, it's so easy. I'd, I'd highly disagree. Um, and when you come to you're able to pin chats, right but only so many, and then everything else is below you. I get added to some chats and, but then there's meeting chats and the, it just gets so clogged up. I want to focus on the content I want. Mm. So there might be a, a chat that I just want to delete. Maybe it's a, it's something that is clogging up my, my inbox as it were in my chat feed. I don't know. I, I think there's, that's probably why I yeah. would most likely do it.
1: Yeah. I, I think that the, the chat experience um, is difficult um, for many of us because it not only relies on features of being able to organize them, but also a culture around how it's used. And if you're added to group chats all the time and um, it's like just one or two different people, you just got this stream of groups of people that you're supposed to go... Because people don't name their chats you know, for the no. purpose of what it
0: is. Well, even if you re- even if you name the chat, then it's difficult to understand who's in the chat, yeah. right? Because if you name the chat, you lose the people's names up top, yep. and now you have to go and click over the, the thing, right? Um, the Just remember, this is just like an email mm. when you're talking about deletion, right? If I send an email to five people, uh, and then Good one of those idea. people deletes their that email from their inbox... Those other four people still have the email. Totally. Same difference here. right? Because it's when a mailbox tra- in the
1: background, isn't it? Dan? It
0: actually is. Uh, that was my secret, why the analogy really, really works. Yeah. Is that when you go in and delete this, yes, it's removed from your teams, but it's not removed from the organization. Those other people that were a member of it still have it. Mm. Uh, so just just know that this really is a cleanup thing. It's not a, oops, some, I said something and I'm going to delete mm. this
1: whole thing. As as um, Phil said, it is a hide, not a delete, because you're hiding your view of it, but it is a well, shared message. it's
0: not, I, I agree and disagree, okay? So okay. I agree that it is, just Sorry, as Phil. we were just describing it, but I disagree because you can't get it back. Oh, yeah. Right? So hide implies that I can unhide.
1: Yeah, and we already have to a me. hide. Yeah, to
0: me, so, it, that's what it means. So Okay i get what he's trying to say i i do mm. i 100 percent. it's still there it's just i can't recover it uh, architecturally we don't, we don't speaking, have a way
1: it's yeah. a it's a it's a hide. okay indeed useful oh well you, you can do this from um mobile as well all right so it is teams desktop and mobile i would say when they say teams desktop surely it's available in browser as well but yeah you can you can Tidy up your messages. It's something that you can turn off as an admin if you don't want people to be able to do this. I mean, it's not really a harm in terms of them harming others' messages, but if you want to make sure that they always have a record, then there you go. Uh, this is rolling out early December. Expect to be completed by mid December. Yes, yes. Um, now, uh, you have something to announce, Daniel. Well, uh, something that should improve our power bi experience
0: i hope so this is exciting and i hope those that are using power bi uh, regularly that they will be excited about this as well Uh, the title doesn't give it away really for for those non-tech people so let's explain announcing public preview of power bi and microsoft graph integration that sounds very technical mc466200 so if it's technical what does it mean for uh, us regular folk is maybe what you're asking Mm. Uh, this is power bi's uh, signals being consumed by graph and then being exposed in various locations where you're already working okay so think about the integration is already happening for SharePoint and OneDrive, where we're storing our files. When uh, Joe updates a file that I shared with him, that notification, that information that that file has been edited shows up on a place like office.com or now Microsoft 365.com. It shows up in the information of, um, the the feed maybe i have on my sharepoint site of my content showing up saying hey this has been updated well that's what's going to happen for our power bi content so same uh if you look at powerbi.com there's a section there that'll show you updates like for your reports and your workspaces and such same thing here Uh, we're going to be able to see that content in those locations where we currently see that content saying it's been updated um, it's going to be another, um, signal, another type of content coming in. Like we have with Microsoft lists, for example, or SharePoint pages, we're going to have that power BI content coming in as well. Now it's off by default, which is an interesting thing here because most of the con- uh, settings that we get like this is on by default. Um, but. For those that may not be keeping up with Power BI's uh, admin features, there's been quite a few things that were turned on by default that there was some pushback on. So I'm not surprised that this is turned off by default. Um, This is turned off. And so a Power BI admin does have to go into your tenant settings. Uh, There's a screenshot there in the message itself. You go to tenant settings in the admin portal and there's one called share data with Microsoft 365 services and right now you can go in and, and click the enable for allow Microsoft 365 services to access power bi meta data and that will get again the ability to for that content to start showing up so and so edited the share in the your workspace that you share with them They edited a report or created a new report, maybe Um, added a data set. So this will be uh, enabled by the admin, but then as noted here, it could take 24 hours to show up in those places of office.com. As this message says, SharePoint and being at work, Um, which is an interesting being at work. Wasn't it being for business or, something like that um daryl
1: yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i know there's another message that we uh, aren't covering but um also deals with bing and uh giving giving your work account access to contribute to your microsoft award rewards when you use bing Uh, so maybe it's all part of the Mm -hmm. reframing of bing and using it at work instead of at play
0: This preview rollout has already begun and it's in my tenant, my targeted release tenant. I've already turned it on. I turned it on, uh, actually it was yesterday. Content hasn't showed up yet. uh, So maybe I haven't gone past the 24 hours yet. Uh, And it'll be completed by late November for everybody. So be looking for that. And I think, honestly, it's the Microsoft Graph, which means it's gonna be security trimmed. You're not gonna see content that you don't have access to. I'm going to suggest people include this so they it, Power BI can be part of that experience and understanding when updates are happening. Um, but you know, it's up for every organization to decide.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Daryl, why don't you tell us some updates that are actually coming to Message Center? Yeah, a couple to, of uh, quick Message ones.
1: Couple of quick ones to finish off. We'll start off with something that you may or may not have noticed in the experience of the uh, well let me show it let me show it that's probably the easiest way oopsie change to this view um i'm covering a little of it now but what do we see over in this column a column called relevance and everything's low in my tenant what does that mean if i cast my eye at all the messages and i've favoured them right so i've already picked out ones that i care about but if i turned off favorites you would see uh, a bunch of messages with uh, a column there that shows low relevance. So that is what this message is all about. Let's open that up and go back to our more concise view and have trouble using the... there we go. Maybe not. How about that message center is not responding. <laughs> um, I'll refresh that. So, uh,
0: Daryl, while you yes. refresh your browser on your Mac um, because it's not responding, um, I think the uh, this one is very interesting because it's uh, we have uh, for those eagle eye watchers um, you've you've seen this in our on our screens of be having some relevance, and it's very interesting because a lot of times in my demo tenant the relevance is is. Has been low for many of the updates, mm-hmm. but uh, this week actually they've been uh, mid, which has been interesting uh, to me. Most of the updates, so um, that relevance on these messages—it well, is uh, interesting. The
1: signals that are the yeah. signals that are coming in for those. Well, that—that that, that was my first question. Okay, who are you to determine what's relevant to me or not? I mean, it's a it's a feature that's supposed to give you some help, right? So. Um, take it with a grain of salt um, a dash of pepper whatever gives you the flavor um, it is a supposedly getting some signals from how many people are using this service that the message is addressing and secondly uh, determined based on the the service and the type of change that's happening. So let's cast our mind back to that one which was all about, hey, we really are finally turning off simple authentication on Exchange. Now, I don't remember, Daniel, but I think we had the relevance feature back then in the message center for you and I. I don't remember whether it was high, medium, or low. I'm pretty sure it would have been high. Good example, impactful service. Give it some attention. Take a look. Based on my usage patterns for my tenant, of course, it's a test demo tenant, so that's not really going to show a lot in terms of relevance. Um, But in your tenant, hopefully, that will be a determining factor. So this is uh, rolling out mid-November, expect to be completed late uh, mid-December, so that is a now-ish thing for targeted release and standard release Mm -hmm. mid-january complete end of april you do have the ability to uh oh okay sorry there are some various different statuses as well so sometimes you come across them where uh, the service this new thing is actually still going through processing determining what what uh, relevance uh, to assign that message so you might see that sometimes and uh, you can Um, also see it synchronized through to Planner Uh, it'll be in the message notes if you're using Planner for uh, synchronizing the um, uh, messages and issuing them to people to deal with Uh, lastly if you want to give Microsoft some feedback about whether the update um, is relevant to your org or not then you can help coach them and say well not really and then they can use that information to make it more accurate uh, and last, last update here, it is related uh, to the message Center, not um, super glamorous, it's simply that, hey, we did say we were changing from Office, um, Office 365 to um, Microsoft 365, well, uh, any updates such as this one, which are related to Office for the web, will be renamed uh, as the uh, Microsoft 365 apps for the web so it's a rebrand in the message center messages of that type will be that longer title um good luck to uh the people you know displaying this typing you know? it um but yeah nice to see that it's consistent um and that is about, oh, you might consider updating your administrator training and documentation as needed. Find mm. and replace people. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Indeed.
1: Well, you can't replace us. We are so valuable not. to to your service <laughs> of uh, keeping you up to date. Um, quick shout out to the crowd that I met down in Wellington at a um, Viva event, Um bumped into some locals that actually watch our show, Daniel, um, from yes. government. So that was cool. Yes. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much for watching and listening, people. We love to hear it. It's the way we get paid is uh, for you <laughs> to just tell us. That's that's the only pay we get yep. around here. And we love to hear it, uh, that, you know, this is bringing value to you and your organization. So thank you very much. I heard the same thing when I visited um, Ottawa um It is, it is amazing to hear that uh, earlier this month. So thank you so much people. And you know what would be great uh, is for more people to find us and how they're going to do that is for you to share the link to this episode to our show, please uh, post on socials 365 MCS we would love to make sure you tag us we'd love to hear from you but love to have more people join us and uh, and and really bring more to this community so make sure you please please share uh, thank you so much for watching and listening this week and we we can't wait to engage with you uh on the messages uh, for this week so um, engage with us thank you so much
1: all right have a great week everyone see you again next time bye